0: Hey there, Christy Lee here. Welcome to episode number 164 of the People Powered Business Podcast. Wonderful to have you here today. I hope you're having an amazing day wherever you are listening to this week's episode of the podcast. Now today I wanted to have a bit of a discussion about leadership styles, but from a slightly different angle. Because we talk about leadership styles a lot, right? We sort of we all know that we have a particular style or a particular way we tend to lead. Well, I hope we know that we do. And we also know that we tend to have ways that we, you know, areas of leadership or a style of leadership that we might struggle with. We see other leaders doing things differently to us. And this is the same whether we're leading a team of two in our small business or leading a team of 15 in a, a bigger organization. We all have leadership styles and we talk a lot, you know, there's a lot of research around different leadership styles and you're this or you're that and we get pigeonholed a little bit. But we also know the reality is that when we're leading different people, sometimes we need to switch it up a bit or try on a different style. And that's what I wanted to really chat about today, about being more adaptive with our leadership so that we can build the skills to switch up our style to suit the situation, to suit the particular environment that we're working in the projects we're working on, and of course, the people that we're leading. So today, I want to have a chat about what it means to be an adaptive leader and why improving our ability to be more adaptive as leaders is so important, particularly in our current workplace environments. And I want to have a chat about how we can go about becoming more adaptive, like how do we build that skill set? Because it's not always particularly easy or obvious, and maybe sometimes not even particularly comfortable to try on a new skill set. So, I thought it was a good place to start chatting about this today. So, let's firstly chat about what it means to be an adaptive leader, because that's not a term that we hear in leadership style summaries you know we hear about uh, the laissez faire leader or the uh, authoritarian leader we you know if we look at any of those old school leadership books the same kind of terminology is used and yes there are some widely accepted leadership styles that we all tend to lean into and even when I'm working with clients and we're doing psychometric assessments I love using some of those tools because it helps give us common language to say you're a this or you're a that but Adaptive leadership is not a term that we're used to hearing. So what does it actually mean? I mean, there's no one set definition really, but it is kind of the ability of a leader to change up how they lead in order to navigate maybe a changing or complex or uncertain environment or situation. Basically, it's about being more flexible in how we lead to meet the circumstances that we're in. So an adaptive leader might be someone who is able to look at the circumstances, look at the challenges they're facing, and change their leadership style to suit that particular demand or that situation. And I guess I would call that flexibility in leadership really. it's it's that ability to be more flexible. Now, I've recently read a really interesting um, article about a researcher, Tomoko Yokai, who's a researcher with the International Institute for Management Development uh, in Switzerland. And her own and her team recently did some research around leadership behaviors to really, they were looking to better understand how different leaders behaved. And, and this was a global study where they spoke to thousands and thousands of leaders to better understand their leadership style. And really interestingly, what they found was there's the traditional Uh, leadership styles. And then there are some more modern leadership styles. So I guess if you think about it, you know, reading their, their details, the old school, you know, maybe control and demand leadership style versus if you picture the leadership style, you're going to see in a new tech startup, for example, they're two very different beasts, right? And so they saw this emergence of what they call tensions between old school leadership styles and new Uh, emerging ways of leading. Um, They called them actually emerging leader archetypes. And what they did in their research, which I found really fascinating, and I will put a link in today's show notes if you want to go and have a read of this article. They found seven key tension areas that in order to be a truly adaptive leader, you need to navigate. So there's kind of seven key areas that are the areas that you need to become flexible or adaptive in, in order to be truly adaptive leader. And I won't go through all of them in detail today on the podcast. But if I look at, um, you know, a couple of the key ones, one of the tensions is between the old school or traditional leader archetype of the teller, telling people what to do, being very directive and specific, do this, do what I say, versus the more modern style of listening listening to perspectives, taking on board individuals and their thoughts and their processes and how they do things. And there's this pull, I guess, or this tension for any leader in getting that balance right between when do I need to be a teller, when do I need to give direction and be firm on that, and when do I need to listen, when do I need to stop telling and start listening. And I think you can see it's a little like a balance um I'm picturing like the tightrope walker, if you if you can get that visual in your mind, of how far do I go towards this? And then, no, I need to take a few steps back and come back towards this side of, of the line. And all of these seven tension areas that they find in this research are all these tightropes that leaders have to walk. And sometimes we need to be a little bit more on one side and a little bit more on the other. And it's our ability to be flexible and navigate when to move across or move forward of these different tension lines that allow us to be an adaptive and really effective adaptive leader. So one of the other ones that we will know um, really innately from our own leadership is do we make decisions based on gut feels or do we make decisions based on data? Are we an intuitist or are we an analyst? And at different times as leaders, we need to rely or lean in to different areas of that tension line. And I thought this was a really interesting way to sum up what we need to be as leaders in the modern working environment because I think we can all acknowledge that the the pace of change in our workplaces the just the way things move so quickly, the fact that positions that exist that will exist in 5 years don't exist yet. The working environment that we are in in this particular era is so very different to the working environment of these traditional leader archetypes. And so if we don't make that change, if we can't become more adaptive as leaders, we won't be able to be effective leaders. Um, in fact, Yokai and her team found that the effective leaders were quickly able to assess context, situation and the people involved and adjust their leadership styles appropriately or accordingly to that particular scenario. So our ability as leaders to consistently navigate, reading the room, making quick decisions, making changes and adapting our style, that's what's going to make us effective leaders in this current working environment that we're in. If we can't meet the pace of change in the environment by changing our leadership style, we're not going to be able to effectively get the best out of our team. So being an adaptive leader allows us to make better decisions. It's going to allow us to build and maintain better relationships with our people and with our stakeholders and everyone we need to work with. And ultimately, what that's going to deliver is better success for organizations. So it can be sort of a big concept to get your head around, but our ability to change, be flexible and adapt as leaders is actually a critical leadership skill. For any of us, no matter how big our team, no matter where we're at in our leadership journey, whether this is we just started leading people or we've been leading people for 40 years and and maybe this change feels a little bit overwhelming. So adaptive leadership is the ability to be flexible, adapt to the situation, read the room, understand the environment, know the people that we're leading and alter our leadership style to get the most out of them depending on the particular situation and scenario. And it's an important skill to develop because only when we can be flexible and adaptive as leaders are we able to effectively lead our team um, to ultimate success. So knowing that it's important to be adaptive and understanding what it means to be adaptive, great, but how do we go about building that skill? How do we go about increasing our adaptiveness, is that a word? I'm going to make it a word, in our leadership skills because this is where we get, we hit it, often hit a stuck point. Yeah. It's great that you're telling me how important it is. I completely get it. But how, how am I, how on earth am I'm going to build this skill? And I think that's where we do sometimes stall or get stuck. I'm just really aren't sure what to do. So let's unpack a few things that you can do to, I guess, build the muscle of, ad, um, adaptiveness, adaptability, <laughs> flexibility in our leadership style. And for me, the first starting point is always, always about self-awareness. and really to get true self-awareness because we all think we have it. <laughs> I love using psychometric assessments when I'm working with leaders and management managers and, and teams of leaders. So it, pick one that works for you but definitely pick one that understands leadership styles and there's lots of different ones out there so don't feel hemmed in. A common one that I use is the disk assessment or the disk profile it's there are there are lots out there so don't feel hemmed in by that but what it does is it shines a spotlight on what are our natural default settings where do we have some blind spots where do we sometimes find it hard to lean into and by having sort of some form of framework report language around that just really helps i think from a self-awareness perspective because hopefully as leaders, to be a good leader, you do need to be very self-aware. But having something that tangibly tells you what you innately know can just be really handy to work with. So when I'm working with a team of leaders, I will get them all to do the same assessment, whichever one we've selected for that particular team, so that we can build common language amongst, amongst the leadership team. It also helps that we are then all aware of each other's strong and weak points. And our our own defaults, but the first step always in being able to make any change is self-awareness because if we're not aware, we can't affect change. so it, it has to start with self-awareness for me. So if you're wondering um, how what's my natural leadership style what where do I tend to default to one of these assessments would be a great starting point just to shine a spotlight on that for you and if you if you do them correctly, which means just answering honestly. When you read the report, it will be blindingly obvious. You will actually read it and say, oh, of course that's me. And I love to own my um, both the positives and the negatives of these kinds of assessments. And when I'm working with leaders, I do the same. I'll say I can really uh, resonate with you because I'm just as stubborn or I'm just as headstrong. And so it's fine to own every aspect of it because self-awareness is where it starts. And then once you know that perhaps the listener aspect of leadership is not your strong point, you know where to start doing the work. So it just helps you determine where to start. I think secondly, in terms of being adaptive, you need to know your people. You can't adapt your leadership style to better suit your people if you don't truly know your people. And again, I will work with teams and we will do these kind of assessments where we unpack what we are actually all like. So this can happen a few different ways. Yes, you can do team-based assessments so you get to know each other and there's lots of different ones out there, but it can be as simple as having curious conversations and asking questions of your people to get to know them better, to get to know how they like to be communicated with, to get to know how um, they like to have information shared. Do they prefer direct communication? Do they want to be heard and listened to? Getting to know people is the only way to effectively lead them. And that sometimes takes time. And it's really important, I think, as leaders that we don't just assume that we know what people are thinking or make sort of judgments based on our own experiences and opinions and really spend the time getting to know our people because that's going to allow you to adapt your leadership style to the individuals in your team. Of course, understanding the environment that you're working in. What are the key challenges for the organization you're leading right now? Are we going through a period of change, a period of growth? Are we merging and bringing different teams together? Because all of these things will help to inform in what areas you need to be most adaptable. And do you know what? Nothing replaces good old-fashioned practicing skills. And this is where it can be clunky and uncomfortable and may push you outside of your comfort zone a little. But if you know that you're not naturally a great listener, practice listening. Ask questions of your team and just listen. Don't don't talk over them. Don't try and fill the void of any silence. Simply listen. And sometimes for some of us, that's mega uncomfortable. But it's just practicing in that micro level those skills. If you know you're not great at direct communication, practice giving direct communication it could be on the smallest of smallest of tasks to start with but you've got to flex the muscle so that you can build that skill and that strength and if you know you know for example that changing from one thing to another is tough for you practice that skill it's like anything else that we do unless we practice it we're never going to improve so pick tiny little things that are not giant mountains for you to climb but small things that you can start practicing to help develop the areas that you know are not your strengths because that's how we become better leaders and when we when we're great leaders things in our business are always better we know that people leave leaders they don't leave businesses so by being a great leader by improving our leadership skills we're going to keep great people, we're going to have more productive teams, and we're going to have more profitable businesses. So it's a win-win all round. So I hope you enjoyed today's little unpack of adaptive leadership. It's not something we've chatted about on the podcast before, and I've been watching leaders that I work with really build these skills. So I thought it was a great topic to chat about today. And I encourage you all to try and be more adaptive leaders in your day-to-day lives as leaders and managers in your business. Improve those skills by understanding yourself, understanding your people, and practicing, even at a micro level, those skills. Now, as promised, I will put a link in today's show notes to that study that I was referring to and the article which unpacked the research, uh, which shows those seven tension areas, because I, I think it was a really interesting read. So if you're interested to read the full article, I will put a link in today's show notes for you. Now, if you are a leader or manager listening to this and you'd love to continue the conversation and connect with other like-minded people, please head over and join our free Facebook group. It's HR Support for Australian Businesses on Facebook. And as always, the link is in today's show notes. That's a wrap for me for today. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Have an awesome day and I'll speak to you again next week.